York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jayless from Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time and once again it is time to celebrate a Knicks win Knicks beat the Timberwolves 96 to 88 and it's a big deal because you know these undermanned Timberwolves teams just beat the Boston Celtics yesterday and they did not score 100 points they scored 100 points 20 or more times but that streak was snapped today and today the leading scoring was Mitchell Robinson Money-making Mitch with 14 points, 18 rebounds on the night with two steals and a block. Also, we had a balance attack from Julius Randle gives you 13, and then Fournier gives you 13, Quentin Grimes gives you 11, and Kemba Walker who gives you 10, and we are going to talk about it today, Knicks Nation. After a, a fast start from these starters and a slow start from, from the bench, we, we actually pulled out a win, and it was ugly. But we did it, man, and we're going to break down this game for you today. But before we break down the game, you know what it is? Let me introduce my guys, all right? It's my man from the YouTube channel across the street. I call him the Raw Metaphor. It is the Raw Hebrew Remnant. What's going on, Raw? What's up, my man, J. Ellis, Ryan G. in the building. How y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. We're doing good. Two games in a row for these Knicks. Uh, he couldn't be happier right now. I mean, he could be a little bit happier, but two games in a row, and that's all you want, the, the wins. All right? And, of course, you already know who this is. This is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. I can't remember the last time the Knicks actually won two games in a row. It's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> long. Long. Word up, man. Sure. Long, long time, man. Long, long time. But um, yo, today, guys, I was looking for a few things. I was looking to see what if we can build momentum from the Knicks win versus the Atlanta Hawks. It seems like there might have been some more defined roles with with Kemba Walker initiating the offense more, Julius Randle playing more a little bit more um, secondary shot creation, ball movement, um, and defense. I was looking for those things entering the game today to see if we can finally get some consistency today. Um, so let me know. Roy, let me start off with you, Roy. What did you see today, and uh, what did you think about this game? Um, it was an ugly game. Uh, they only had 20 assists. So it wasn't the ball movement wasn't as crisp for the full game. They had spurts. Um, Julius was bad Julius today. Kemba wasn't too bad, though. I, I'm not going to front. Kemba wasn't too bad today. And I did notice that our boy Grimes was getting more minutes than our boy Fournier, which is a good sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, we already talked about We talked about the last game that um, it seemed like Grimes was put in in important minutes. And he was playing, well, before I feel like he was playing more minutes than RJ. RJ kind of played a little bit more of the, garbage-ish minutes versus the, the Christmas game versus the Hawks, and, and Grimes played the, a lot of the important minutes, the, the meat minutes, and today it's looking like uh, he played more minutes than Fournier, 31 minutes on the night compared to Evan Fournier, he gave you 24, and RJ, he'll give you 24 with some good defense and some, some three-point shooting. Uh, ultimately, he got pulled, though. 
ultimately was pulled because uh, I think the shot started to fall a little bit and maybe he, he started to get a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I like what I saw from Grimes. And it, look, at this point, when I'm looking at Grimes and the way he plays the defense and the way he's shooting these shots uh, and the way he competes, I'm just like, give this man some minutes. Grimes must pay play at all costs. What did you see tonight from Grimes, um, <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> I know you yeah, probably say the same thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. Um, yeah, Grimes was definitely effective tonight. Um, you can tell that you know due to him just recently come on coming off of health and safety protocols, he's probably a bit rusty. So Shaw's a bit rusty tonight, but he played really good defense, which is a positive. Especially that play he made late in the game when Beasley had to break away dunk off I think it was I think it was off for a free throw miss and Grimes hustled all the way back to strip Beasley and it should have been the Knicks ball but they gave it back to the Timberwolves late but that's still a major stop in. Grimes is showing right now that he's pretty much Thibs typical wing right now. Three and D and I mean and I think Thibs is beginning to notice it too because like you said, Grimes played thirty one minutes and Fournier played twenty five minutes. So right there it's showing you that Thibs is leaning more towards Grimes than Fournier. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I we already kind of talked about it on the program how you, we feel like next to Kemba Walker, we, we would rather I would rather see Grimes next to him for the defensive purposes, especially because of some of these guys. More mainly, Evan Fournier is kind of sometimesy, but we're also seeing that you know he's a guy who makes quick decisions. He's he pulls that three quicker, and it's funny because when you compare Grimes to our other three point shooters like quickly, and 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 Alec Burks, um, he he's just. He projects to be a better player for us long term because of how quick he releases that ball and how high his release point is. So mm-hmm. you really, it really forces you to make the decision quicker. And you can tell, like there was a, a span where he hit, like I think he went off in that third quarter, and they left him open for like two seconds, and he hits a three on the I think the left elbow with no mm-hmm. hesitation. And we have a guy who can pull the trigger that quickly and that consistently. Uh, and can play defense and can play make a little bit. Not quite the playmaker that RJ is, but can still play make. Then you gotta keep him in the rotation, and you gotta find minutes yeah. for him. Mm. He's his own buster, man. He's his own buster. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and tonight, when he was playing a lot of that zone, you definitely needed him to play a, um, some some zone and be that zone buster. Um, but yo, today you can't. I'll be remiss if I did not mention. The big man, <laughs> MVP. Oh yeah, from what was it? From is it, it was Mitch from Louisiana? Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. <laughs> the yeah. big man from Louisiana. Country boy from the Bayou. He the country yep. boy <laughs> from the Bayou. Money making, Mitch. Blockness. Big double double gunshots for money making Mitch. Gives you fourteen points, eighteen rebounds, six of those offensives, two steals. One block, eighty-seven percent from the field, seven of eight, all over the place. I, can, you, you call can, him right too, money making Mitch, because they need to pay that man. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Ryan, what did you think of Mitch's game, man? I, I feel like it was not It was much needed, and without him, we wasn't winning. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. First and foremost, I want to big up Mitch because Mitch, because I don't know if you were listening to um the post game, he said that. He started to drop the pounds and started eating right, which helped him to get back in shape. And now Mitch is looking like the Mitch of old, which is a definitely a good thing for the Knicks. And also tonight he was definitely needed. No cat, no call Anthony Towns. So 
you already knew that the guys going up against Mitch were backups. You know, even one guy going up against Mitch, he was a, even, I think he was like a a stretch four, stretch five. Mm-hmm. The guys from the G League. So it's like if if Mitch has those type of guys on him, Mitch has to dominate, and that's exactly what he did. He took advantage of his matchups and he dominated. And the Knicks definitely needed that because the Knicks were shooting terribly, and a lot of those second chances came from Mitch grabbing those offensive boards. Yeah, Mitch Rob, Mitch Rob, man. Yeah, anything after that? Eighteen boards. What else you going to say? Eighteen <laughs> rebounds from Mitch Rob. Dad. Yeah, seriously. Seriously, we needed every one of those, too, because our offense was kind of out of sync. Really, I feel like this game could have been put away a lot faster if we would have done a few things. One of those things was hit some open shots because I'll say this. The zone has bothered us, and it seemed like when we first started to get the zone in the beginning, like that second quarter, they first first started slashing zone. I was kind of happy because it seemed like the Knicks responded pretty good. When we first saw the zone, they was getting ball to the middle, it was spraying out to shooters, and they was hitting cutters. Uh, I felt like the ball movement, especially in the first half, was really good. Mm-hmm. But then we started missing open shots. And the shots he missed, uh, it seemed like Mitch was, every time we, almost every time we missed one of his open shots, uh, our saving grace was Mitch with the six offensive rebounds. So I don't know That's if right. we win this game without Mitch Robinson, man. No, we probably don't. We probably don't. But, you know, I, I give a little pass because, I don't expect that zone to bother us forever because of Grimes. You know, once he gets his feet, his legs back under him, and I still think we're going to end up seeing a lot more deuce. And so those two guys are going to bust up zones. So I think I think we'll be all right. And then I also think RJ is still, you know, he's going to be all right too. He's had a lot rough year, man. When he had the flu, then he got the COVID. <laughs> so he's had a little bit of a rough start. But I think once they all get it figured out a little bit, I think we're going to be all right. And, and teams are not going to be able to zone us like they are now. Yeah. I'll go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just going to say that at the same time, I don't like how the Knicks attack the zone for the most part because a lot of times they don't really try to penetrate the zone. They'll just yeah. pass the ball on the outside and just wait until, like, somebody has open three. But a lot of times the zone can get from, you know, from player to player on the, on the, on the, on the um, perimeter. You have to actually penetrate the zone and then attack it from the inside out. A lot of those times when the Knicks actually scored on the on the on the zone, it was because the Knicks missed a shot, but they were able to get the offensive rebound. Right, right, and then, right, and then, right, and then, right. And then right there, the zone is out of whack, and then you're able to get an open shot afterwards. So I still think the Knicks need work on how to attack the zone. But of course, when you have guys like Grimes quickly, etc., you know, eventually they can shoot teams out the zone. So I guess it depends on how you look at. It. I mean, for me, especially in that first half too, I feel like we got a lot of good shots. I feel like a lot of those shots are wide open. It, yeah, and yeah. it was like if yeah. I'm like, all right, in my mind, I'm like, all right, cool. If we hit our free throws and we actually hit our open shots, we should win this game. That's what I'm thinking in yeah. my mind, um, right. because the defense was was pretty was pretty all right. I mean, in the first half, we we held those guys to 41 points and a half to 44, right? Um, and Beasley was out here chucking shots like no tomorrow. <laughs> so like, so I mean, so right, they got open threes, but I feel like the threes they got were kind of. Not not in rhythm, Chucky three. So I live with that. The second half though was when I felt like there were some concerns from the, it was like an effort level, effort and coaching oh, yeah. to me. Um, in that I think the fourth quarter is kind of what concerned me. I feel like this game could have really got away from us if um Tom if the Knicks didn't if, if 
the Knicks, this game could have got away from us in that second half, especially in that fourth quarter, if um, our effort level was going the way it was, specifically from um, Randall. And, I was gonna say you are talking about Julius Randle. Yeah, I'm talking about Randle. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> about Randle because he didn't give a crap at all the last few games of the game. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of blame the I kind of blame the coach. I mean, he's talking about this behind the scenes, raw, but I don't know. It seems like the the leash for Obi is super short. No, you know what? I ain't going for. I love Tom Thibodeau, but he got to chill on Obi, man. Come on, man. Shoot, he starts going crazy because he made a turnover, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Julius does this a hundred times a game. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Julius does it a hundred times a game, man. See now that kind of crap. That's gonna cause you to get your your players gonna start having duties with you. So he got to He got to chill on that, man. You, you yeah, I mean, he got to give. I think he should give Obi at least the least he gives to IQ. I agree. Yeah, true that. I mean, I mean, just tonight, Randall had four turnovers. Why wasn't Why wasn't Thibs barking on him on any of those four at turnovers? All, I, and some of them were just bad, like really bad turnovers. Like, what are you doing, turnovers? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you, turnovers? Oh man. Uh, yeah, oh, man, God. it still feels like Randall does not know that in certain parts of the court that there's going to be a defender coming from behind you. Like, when you're that right side of the court, the defender is coming from the middle to try to poke the ball away, and you fall for it every time. Like, I, I don't understand how he hasn't adjusted to that as of yet. But that's besides, and, the, that's besides the story. My thing is, is I saw what happened, too, because between the turnover, right, and I think uh, I think it was McDaniels. McDaniels blew by Obi on the corner. Yeah, because Obi ran out to the three point line and he blew by him and dunked and got fouled. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And but then, still, I mean, I, that happens to Randall every game multiple times. Right. But exactly. So I'm like, I mean, come on. I mean, so it happened to Obi once. Okay, great. I mean, come on. <laughs> I was like. And then, and then he immediately put Randall in. I said, "What the hell, man? Oh my god!" So yeah, you know, the, cra- the, the crazy part was there was a part where Wally even pointed it out. He was he was saying, "How come nobody?" He's like, "That pick took out two people. Isn't that Randall's yeah. man? How come Randall didn't go out? Is he hurt or something?" That's no, he, no, he, no, he no, 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 Wally. He's, he's not hurt. hurt. <laughs> nah, he's not he, hurt. He's he, he, he just being lazy on defense. That's what it is. Oh my gosh! But it's like, okay, cool. He's lazy on defense. Randall plays the most minutes of the night in thirty-seven minutes. He's gassed. Let Obi get five more minutes, and it's not say, like let's get put, yeah. let Obi eat something. This is a night you could have played Obi twenty minutes and played Randall thirty minutes. You could have did that. You know? Right. What the heck, man? Exactly. And, and I think we'd have been better off right there. Right there, we'd have been better off. But Exactly, because I was watching Obi tonight, and Obi didn't do anything that I thought was egregious, where I was like, nah, you got to take him out the game immediately. Like, he, he can't he, be he made... playing looking over his shoulder at this cat yeah. all night, man. He got to let him play. Shoot. Yeah, man. Obi, let's see. Obi, Obi topping on the night. Uh, let's see. 11 minutes. Oh, 10 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not even... And he, he was perfect. three for three from the field, one for one from three, you know, three assists, two rebounds. He only played eleven minutes, man. Yeah. I mean, he plus six. Come yeah. on, man. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. His handling of Obi is questionable. I ain't gonna front. I I don't question Tibbs on much, but his handling of Obi is definitely questionable. He Super. got he got to do better here. Super questionable. This is and the night when when Randall was looking gassed. And granted, I don't. We won the game. Randall did have uh he, he did a thing on the boards, fifteen rebounds. Yeah. Five yeah. of twenty though, five of twenty. Yeah, fifteen yeah, rebounds, terrible. five of twenty was horrible. 
he had a few nice hockey assists. Um, he, he sets people up in the, in the second half. But uh, but you I, know what happened that was bothering me though for real though. What did he? What did Randall say at the end of last game? What did Tibbs say when Randall's attacking? Mm-hmm. We're doing what? So what does he do to start this game? He throws up two three points. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't look like an attack to me. I mean, I didn't mind those shots because of how the shots came. I felt like the shots were open. They were in rhythm. Um, and then he followed that up by passing the ball to some cutters. I, I feel like our off-ball movement was really good in that first half. My problem yeah. with Randall was more with the – my problem with Randall was more in the second half than the first half. Uh, I just second think quarter, overall, second he quarter, the second tone. half. The whole team started looking lazy when he started playing lazy. That's I agree. I agree. The yeah. whole team started looking lazy when he started – acting lackadaisical and lazy because yeah. he's a leader so he sets the tone yeah because with randall it's more like randall doesn't play with great energy throughout the game like there will come a time where he gets lackadaisical and he that hurts the off. team he yeah exactly and then what off. and then what i don't like about randall too sometimes is that it's like what wally said you you make one or two dribbles and be decisive in your move. But every time, like the like the five, I, I can guarantee you the five baskets that Randall scored tonight, he was decisive. Yep. On those yeah. five baskets he scored. You right. But the thing, but the thing is that he's not decisive all the time. Sometimes he'll get the ball and he'll dribble, dribble, dribble until either someone steals the ball from him or he makes a bad decision. And it's like, yo, just one, two dribbles, be decisive as soon as you get the ball and make a play. That's it. That's, That's my biggest problem with him is is the fact that you just never know from game to game. What you're going to get is not consistent. Yeah. For a guy that's the leader and making a hundred million dollars, I, I want to know what I'm getting every night. I want to at least know that every night you're going to play defense at a high level. You're going to hustle. I don't want to see you with your head down, loafing for a hundred million dollars. I I'm just not happy yeah. with that. And I, and then you never know. Is he going to be Randall at six of nine from three or one of five from three? Yeah, I mean that's on time, man. Like Tom has to rec- recognize. I mean, granted, we won the game. We won a game. It's a it's a good win. Be, considering they beat the Celtics yesterday, um, we won the game. So you take it. You take it with the game of salt. We actually won the game. This is nitpicky, but I still feel like Tom has to do a better job of regulating his minutes when he realizes he's not giving a hundred percent. And also, you know, what? I give the Timberwolves some credit too because I do feel like they made a concerted concerted effort to kind of take the ball out of Walker's hands because Walker really ran amok. He's been the Eastern no, Conference Player yeah, of the definitely. Week. Yep. And, and a lot of a lot of the offense that we saw work against the Hawks was Walker pick and rolling to death, walking pick and roll with Randall, walking pick and pop of Randall, Walker pick and roll with Mitch. Um, when the offense was was running through Walker, um, I felt like there was a lot of success. Uh, today we played a lot of zone. It took us out of our rhythm. I saw some pick and roll from Walker, but more so a couple in the first quarter, but not that much afterwards. So I mean, the game plan for them was was you know was solid. It was solid, and these guys turn the these guys turn teams over. You know what I mean? They're like the number one. Uh, they they're the number one in the league at forcing turnovers on in the NBA. Um, so I mean, and the Knicks withstood that attack, didn't turn the ball over too much, and we actually came up with winning at the game. But we still, I still need to see more from from uh, Tom Thibodeau and, jo- and Julius Randle. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. I'm saying, you know. Um, I was fortunate enough to have to sit. I was sitting behind the bench um, for a season, listening to um, John Calipari, watching while he coached UMass. And 
What he used to do was he also ran a tight rotation. He ran a, like a, a nine-man rotation. Of course, this is college. Mm -hmm. But what he used to get mad about is if a guy wasn't going full tit on every play and didn't ask to come out the game, he would yell at him. He wouldn't care if you got tired and you waved your hand and said, I got to come out. But he wanted you to go 100% on both sides of the ball all game. Right. If you took a playoff, he would say, "If you're," I heard him yell. I forgot who it was. He said, "If you're tired, come out of the game." And so, but what, but what Tibbs does, his guy will be tired, and he still plays him. And I, and I'm thinking that from looking at it from last year, because it's the first time you know we get to see Tibbs that he's not coaching like Chicago or Minnesota. We're seeing him all the time. Maybe he's figuring that as the season goes on, his guy will be able to handle those minutes. Because Randall did get stronger as the season went on last year. So maybe he's figured, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, he's going to let him run and be tired now so that later on he won't be. To build his win? That's a hell of a theory. <laughs> that's a hell of a I mean, theory. That's what happened last year. I mean, he, he did get stronger it. last year. He did get yeah, stronger. Yeah, he did. As the season went on, he started getting stronger. So yeah, maybe it's that. But... Go ahead, Ryan. Be pulling uh, OB after one turnover like that? I, I don't know. I'm just saying the Knicks are 16 and 18, so that so the Knicks play 34 games right now. I mean, my man still ain't catches the win yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, he's still chasing that wind. But whatever, he's still chasing it. He's still, he's still chasing it. That's fine though. That's fine because my man Mitchell Robinson, my man Mitchell Robinson caught the wind. All right, so shout out to my man Money Making Mitch. Mitch Rob. <laughs> yeah, baby. man. But was yeah. so salute to the chat, man. Let's get these callers in. Uh, shout out to Telema Alejandro, shout out to Fritz Alessandor, shout out to Best Mind in the Game, Fritz, uh, yeah, Fritz Alessandor, Geraldine McGyver, uh, Rich Jim, Miss Salute, everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show, and also my guy Big Reaper. If you're new to the show, hit that hashtag new, hit that like and subscribe button, and also if you like the show too, um, you know, hit us with the, the super chats, it helps go a long way, pay for these bills, all right? All right, first caller up, let us know what your name is and where you're from, and what do you want to talk about? Hey, what's up, Chad? This is Big Reaper. Uh, good evening. Uh, Jay Ellis, Ryan, Raw. Thank you guys for taking my call. Big R from AC. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm happy we finally uh, won two in a row. Facts. So I'm really happy about that. You know, it's been a long time. Um, you know, really like the game Mitch played today. Um, you know, he basically, he was erasing all the mistakes. Any mistake that came along, he basically erased just about all of them which mm -hmm. is really good. Uh, he played big out there because he was the biggest guy. So he wasn't, you know, so he did a great job. And also I like how, you know, the coach this year, he hasn't like, you know, the fact he liked big centers is a good thing because it's, um, if these teams are going to play small, you got to punish them. And I'm glad Mitch punished uh, the other team today, which was good. Mm -hmm. um, but you guys are pretty spot on what you guys are saying about, the coach and Julius Randle, like coaches really, you know, haven't really crit I haven't criticized the coach at all this year, but yeah, like seeing what's happening with him and Julius Randle is really annoying me. Um, it's actually a little similar to what he let happen in Minnesota with him and Jimmy Butler. He basically gave Jimmy Butler all the ropes, created a lot of issues in the locker room, and so that probably had a lot, you know, probably also contributed to him uh, getting fired in Minnesota. So. The way Julius is behaving on the court, I mean, it's in, I think it's inexcusable. Like, giving up on plays. Uh, with that one you guys were talking about where he got caught up in the pick. Yeah. He just didn't care about going right. He didn't he care did about it. running out to the shooter. He, he just like, it. well, oh, well, you know. 
And, you know, a couple of, I think it might have been a couple of plays later, you can see, like, some of the veterans are getting set up with them. Like, you can see, basically, he came to get the ball uh, from out of bounds from Kemba. Yeah, I saw that. And he was oh, wide God. open. Kemba's like, nah. And he Kemba yeah. passes to somebody who's dang, dang near at half court. Yeah, because he wasn't so giving it to him. He said, nah, back. nah. Yeah. And that was after a play so, he took off on defense. Yep. So it's like, you know, you can tell some of the – uh, some of the uh, veterans are starting to get tired of it uh, because it's you know he's going to start losing respect and it, it could end up being an issue in the locker room. And so Coach Tibbs, he needs to do something. I don't know what kind of what kind of politics he's playing with Julius. You know I, I don't get it. Maybe if he was, because Julius is the best guy on the team, he feels like as long as Julius has his back, he's going to stay. Maybe. But if your front office you know feels like okay Julius is you know. It's like his play is terrible, and the coach is enabling, enabling terrible play. The coach is not going to be safe, and Julius will not be safe either. So, right. it's, um, mm-hmm. so you know, I'm just kind of confused about what's going on there because I agree with you guys, like, Obi Toppin, like, with that quick cook, 10 minutes. I mean, you can't tell me, like, you know, Obi Toppin only deserves to play 10 minutes a game. That's crazy, and Julius is playing 37 minutes. I honestly felt like we ran at least 30 uh, plays through Julius today. Yeah. And it was maybe like eight of them were successful. And it's just like, that's a very low percentage. So I don't know why we keep, it's like we keep banging our head against the wall. And the coach has these players banging their head against the wall. I just don't get it why he keeps right. doing it. Yeah. Go somewhere else, you know? So, uh, but overall, like I'm, everyone played, a, I feel like everyone played a really good game. Honestly, I was, although R.J. Barrett only shot three of ten, I was very impressed with his fourth quarter, uh, yeah. fourth quarter performance. The kid is just like, I don't know why he's so clutch. He can't make layups all game, but then in the fourth quarter is like you give him the ball, he does whatever he has to do, yeah. you know, to get a bucket. So, you know, I'm very impressed by that. You know, so everyone I like, I really liked everybody's game, including California. I thought played a decent game. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's just the only issue was Julius Randle, and it was because we keep trying to force the offense through him. Um, and then on top of that, we were struggling in the in the zone because I feel like we struggle in the zone because of Julius. You know, it's like we're still trying to run a lot of stuff through him. He, he has, you know, his usage rate, especially in the uh, in the zone. Like, why are we? It doesn't make any sense unless you're going to have him stay in the middle. Actually, you know what? They actually made an adjustment and had him be the guy flashing towards the middle at, at the free throw line. It's, he was wide open. It's yeah, like, it worked. Yeah. It worked. And it's, <laughs> I don't understand why they don't do that every time. I don't know yeah. why they do it. Every time they should do that. Exactly. But the problem is, like, the problem is Julius, because it's like he was wide open and he didn't take the shot at the free throw line. Yeah, I remember like, that. He passed like, we up a shot. Before. We got 20 for a second violation. Yeah, he doesn't know when to dribble. He doesn't know when to shoot. And it's just like, it's just um, sometimes it's like, I don't know what's happening to him this year. Um, you know, he, uh, <laughs> it's like 2019 Julius, like you guys said, just showed right back up. So, oh, you know, so pretty so crazy. You know? Yeah. But, did you, yeah, did you see that play where, um, where, where he was doing his usual wave when, when his man got, when the other man got beat? Jay McDaniels coming. Then he decided to come over late. McDaniels tried to yam it on him with two hands. I was like, yeah, I wish you the yeah. yam didn't. It came right off his forehead because that'll woke him up. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. That was pretty funny. I did see that. So uh, yeah, it's just like you know, it's 
you know, he needs to put in better effort. And, you know, um, and now that we honestly, the Timberwolves play really hard, but let's be honest, this is like, you know, and it, it's a culture thing over there too, because it's like, you got to give them credit. They play hard and yeah. you got to give the Knicks credit for pulling, pulling this win out because like the Timberwolves are a better team. There's a culture change over there. So even these guys that are like bench players and their G League team are, are also going to play better because now they kind of know how to play basketball. And so they're going to follow, everybody's going to follow suit and play the same way. And so you give them credit. However, you know, that, you know they play hard. They play yeah. pretty okay, but it's not a very high, you know, talent. It wasn't a lot of talent on that court today. It wasn't a lot of basketball like Q either on that court on their side. So, you know, it's, we, you know, we just we pretty much got lucky because we just more talent on our side. Although, you know, it's, um, I feel like we're wasting a lot of possessions through Julius and I really hope she wakes up. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, yeah. we're hoping and praying. <laughs> yeah. Green, green on all points, man. Agree on all points, man. So, mm-hmm. Salute to you, Reaper, man. Thanks for calling. Straight man. facts right there. Straight facts. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, man. Like I said, last game, the Christmas game, I feel like we had more success because, you know, we ran a lot more plays through Walker. Right. A lot more. Like, a lot. And we didn't get... But, didn't... And he was distributing very nicely, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. And, I mean, like I said, and I give him the credit, too, because they they forced the ball out of our Walker's hands a lot, mm-hmm. too. But I, and I also, but I also feel like we went to Julius a little bit too much too. But I mean we, at the end of the game we get we we got away with the win. Like even in the first well, half who was on the, I think what happened in that in that tell me with your guys, but I think um at the end when they were forcing the ball out of Walker's hands, really we needed another real playmaker. Like I would have liked to have seen a quickly or that's a situation we put a quickly in there if you're not gonna have Grimes uh deuce in there because right. those are you need two playmakers out there in that scenario. Right, right. I mean I guess that's when you have I guess that's man. That's why Fournier is supposed to be the secondary playmaker. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's why we in trouble. <laughs> that's why we got. Him. That's why we got him. But I mean, I mean, to our point though, in that first half, it worked. The first half, they forced the ball out of Kemba Walker's hands, and then Fournier was was uh, right. He was like, they had ten points at the half. A lot of floaters, a lot of curls to the basket. Like he he was very successful because because he was able to walk work off of the pressure that they was giving to Walker. So. Mm-hmm. But um, the second half, we went more towards Julius. So, I mean. Huh. That's when you have problems. Yeah. yeah. So, so, it is what it is. And, and you know what? Grimes Grimes works, too, because he, he spaces the floor. He makes quick decisions. But maybe it's Grimes another playmaker. I don't know. Maybe it's Evan. Now, Grimes is not really. I don't. He's not a playmaker. He's not a playmaker, per se. He's more of a catch and shoot. But he, he can go off the jewel, but it's not really his forte. He's no, a rebounder, not. catch and shoot, defender. You know, three and D. That's right, it's three and D. Yeah. Very you basic know, but, level playmaking. Yeah, very basic. And I love it. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Very high IQ. But you need a guy out there that's a playmaker, you know, like so that's what I'm saying. I would in that scenario, tonight, you're not gonna play Deuce, right? Okay, fine. So you put IQ out there. That's what I would have liked to see. You put IQ out there to relieve the pressure when they double uh Kemba. Now IQ could kill you, you know, when you do that. So right. I don't know. Yeah, they went they went back to Evan, but Evan wasn't as, as effective in the second half as he was in the first half. Um, yeah, I think they just put him out there just to get Grimes a blow. I don't think he was going to stay out there that long, mm. and he didn't. You know, I think that was just to get because Grimes was the reason his shots were not falling. His leg, you could see his legs were not tired. It was in his legs, so just give him a couple of games to get back. You know, under his legs under him. And he'll be back to smash those threes with the regular. But he, he just what happened tonight, he was running out of gas. 
Yeah, he definitely yeah. ran out of gas. And at the end of the day, well, I, I don't think he even shot bad at the end of the day. If I look at his numbers, I got to look at it. What, Grimes? Yeah. I think it's 4 of 11, 3 of 9 from 3, I believe. Yeah, okay, he was okay. missing some things he would normally hit in the second half. Yeah. Okay, 36%. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. All right. but <laughs> <laughs> All right, next caller up, we got Emil from Australia, who's again using his my international man, man. minutes to call into the KLT show. <laughs> Shout out to Emil, man. What's going hey, on? Hey, man. <laughs> How you guys going? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Um, all right, so good day. Uh, obviously, a win is a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't complain when you get a win. But I was a bit annoyed today, like especially every time Obi, like I get scared every time he makes a mistake. I don't want him to get out of the of, of the game, and then he just he made those back to back mistakes, and you just knew that Tibbs was going to take him out. Right. Uh, like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was so annoying because he was actually playing so well, and Randall was wasn't even playing like he's playing trash to be honest. Um, yeah, <laughs> and Obi was playing well, and he was giving energy, and that reverse layup was like it was clean. Oh yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, honestly, I don't know. It's it, the dynamic with Randall's so weird. Like even no one talks about this a lot, but I feel like RJ. He's not like even he's not utilized to his um full potential. I, like I feel like he should have the ball in his hand as well. It's not like he he's played as like a spot up. He obviously has to play good. Don't get me wrong. Like he has to make shots because he doesn't. He hasn't been making shots this year. But I feel like he can get in rhythm if he just like has the ball in his hand a bit more. I understand what you're saying. I don't know if you guys agree. agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree. No, I agree with that. Hundred percent. That's that's kind of the reason why like, I, it, I feel like you got to separate. To me, yeah. in my the mind, Evan Fournier and RJ. Randall. It should not go through. The offense should not go through Julius Randle. Should, I don't know who you. It could go be go through RJ. It could go through Kemba Walker. You could choose another guy, but it cannot go through Julius because he's just not the guy, man. Yeah, yeah, it's not the guy. But Kemba was getting like trapped today, so like they just like they went back to the Randle thing because uh, Kemba was like getting double tapes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but like I'd rather them once that happens. I'd rather them go to like. RJ or even Fournier, I don't know, but Fournier annoys me as well. Yeah, and RJ was getting crapped at him. I mean, he was going to rim all day. RJ wasn't really finishing, but I, I feel like a lot. I feel like yeah. he got. I feel like he was on the wrong end of non calls too. Personally, today RJ was. Yeah. Um, but he uh, did hook the guy in that one play they call offensive. He did hook the guy. He right did. Up. Okay. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He hooked the guy right up. I just think RJ just needs to get a stretch of games where he's not got COVID, you don't have to flu, and he's just playing, man. He needs about 10 games like that. He hasn't really had that. He's been either sick with the flu or he's had the COVID. You know, he's always. this has been a tough year for him, but I just think I think he'll find his legs eventually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. But, like, for, um, na- for now, I don't know. I, I always feel like it's weird playing RJ and Evan together. And I feel like for both of them to be play with a good game, if one is being a playmaker, the other one has to kind of find their way and transition to get going. That's the that's the only re- way I can see like both of them really going at the same time. Like, that's kind of what I saw during the Hawks game. Um, go on, Amir. What did you about to say? Yeah, I was just about to say like like sometimes I know this is premature, but sometimes I'm getting thoughts about Grimes. He might be our best young player. Like he just. His stroke is so pure, like it's un- <laughs> unreal, and it's like it's high release. It's like quick, and I don't know. Or maybe because I'm not sure if he's more valuable than quickly. Like it's obviously premature, but sometimes it just looks so ready for his age. Like, it's unbelievable. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, man. He's yeah. 
Yeah. I call, I be calling baby Houston for a reason, man. Like yeah. I don't know <laughs> if you look. Somebody was fighting me. He's like he doesn't look like baby. I'm like man, if you just just look at Houston's um form on his jump shot. Yeah, and, and look yep. at Grimes side by side, and tell me that'll look like. Tell me that'll look like Allen Houston shooting for him. I'm trying to say, man. Don't Tell me that'll look like Allen Houston shooting for him. For, Tell for, me. For, 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 for a second, I thought you were making that comparison because they're both light skin. Well, shoot. no, no. I mean, not because they're both light skin. <laughs> no, but nah. for real, though, if you, you guys are too young, but if you look at some video on Jerry Lucas, they got the exact same shot. They Jerry. got the exact same. I mean, Houston does have, him and Houston are very similar, but if you look at Jerry Lucas, the championship years with Jerry Lucas, they got the exact same shot as, as Grimes. It's the exact same. Shot. Oh yeah, I gotta check him out too. But yeah, 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 exact same shot. But I call it sort of like on the side, like a trophy, like it's right, like a, like a basketball trophy. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the side of the trophy, but then he has like the the, the perfect elbow. Yep, quick release every single time above his head, like yep, every single time. Man, I love Grimes, but I I get why you're saying that, Emil, and it's very close because between Grimes. McBride quickly. Yep. They yep. all have certain skill sets that we really need. And between a game to game, like you, you can kind of flip by between the three of them sometimes. Especially but um like with, with Grimes, like his roles are so defined, like he doesn't need to be a point guard, so all he has to do is shoot and def- play defense be effective, and he can do that today. So so <laughs> like he can do that. That's why, you know, off of COVID. Like, oh, that's nothing to him. Like, he's been a shooter his whole career. I can shoot. Yeah. He's yep. like, I don't need to warm up to shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I do yep. that in my sleep. No, yep. RJ's not a purebred yep. shooter, so it's going to take him a while to get into rhythm to get those shots open again. But, uh, for, yeah. For, yeah. But, uh, and for McBride, man, he's a natural defender. His shot is coming along, too, and he can play make. Man, all these guys, all the young guys, man. This is probably the best. This is the best stock of young guys we've had in a long time. I can't yeah. remember us having a better stock of young guys. Really, I can't remember when we've had a better stock of like because we got when you add them all up, you talking about what Obi, RJ, McBride, Grimes, right, Mitchell Robinson, um, IQ, got, like IQ. You got you got six guys right there. I'm missing Kevin Knox. Missing all of. I mean, we got a nice stable of young talent. Man. Yeah, the, the closest I can remember, I was excited about, which didn't, I mean, was like David Lee, Channing Frye, and Nate Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, that's the case, yeah. That's that's when I was like, oh, we got our young guys, you know. David, Robinson, David, David Lee became an all-star, and that was yep. the, the, the pinnacle. And Nate Robinson became like a nice little six-man. We had yeah, a chance they, when we had um, when Gallinari and um, and what's that guy's name? Oh, Wilson, Wilson Chandler. Chandler. Oh, Wilson yeah. Chandler, Wilson yeah. Chandler and Gallinari, uh, and we had the Russian kid, Mozgov. Mozgov. I think we, we had uh, a chance right there, but then they broke it all up, and it would never fruition, you know. But. Right, and then those yeah, guys exactly. never got got health. Their whole career, they were injured too. Yeah, yeah injured. Yeah, injury prone. Yeah, both of them. And Wilson, was, was like Wilson's not even in the league no more. Yeah. When we traded them, they was like twenty four and twenty three or something like that. They were very yeah. young, man. So yeah. that's bad Knicks right there. So I'm glad we don't do that anymore. We got six nice young guys. We should really keep them together and grow them. Yo, I was really mad we traded Mozgov. I was like really bad. I was really mad. <laughs> I was like, we oh, traded Mozgov. I was upset when we traded Wilson Chandler too. I like Wilson Chandler. Me too. Yeah, I like Wilson Chandler, man. He yeah, he played a two guard too. Me too, man. Me too, man. I'm sorry. We took the, the Mozgov won a trip though. He <laughs> won a trip with Cleveland. 
<laughs> he sure did, man. Yeah. Uh, so we, so we went off on a little bit of a tangent, Emil. Any, anything else you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just say one thing, one more thing before I go. Um, one thing I'll say about quickly is that when he's on, he looks like he looks like the best player on the floor usually. Like he, ha- he just like he has like some good control of the the tempo of the game. That's why I think quickly is probably better than Grimes when he's like when he's cooking. It, it feels like he's just in control of the game. Um, right. But yeah, and I'll just I'll just ask I'll just ask you guys a question to, to finish off. Mm-hmm. Who do you think like our um the which young player do you think has the most uh, like trade value or is like is looked around the league as one of the most valuable players at the moment? Ooh, ooh, we got several of them. The most valuable, I would think it would be. I would think it would be Obi, but maybe we got several of them. It'd probably be Obi. It'd probably yeah, be Obi. Yeah. Because he could start on a lot of teams. Yeah, probably. And man, if he got twenty, if he, if Obi got twenty to twenty-five minutes a game, oh, shoot. I don't think he would be in these crazy trade scenarios for like you know rotation yeah. pieces. I think that he's the obvious one because Randall's in his way. It's either him or Randall's got to go. And so if they're going to commit to Randall, then that means Obi. Obi's not going to be in this. He's not going to take this crap for another two seasons. I'm telling you right now. He's doing I, it now. I agree with you, bro. It's not, yeah. not going to take this for another two seasons. Maybe this year and, and, and now next year you're talking about time for the extension. He's not going to yeah. take this forever, man. And he's going to yeah. have plenty of options. Teams are going to be looking for him. And that's gonna be painful breaking up breaking up the IQ OB connection just sounds painful already thinking about it because those guys I feel like those guys are like a brother from another. Uh, they, they, yeah. they their connection is unreal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like that that loud play quickly through in through the OB when OB first came to the Oh, game with his left hand? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love I love that. And, and to your point well, yeah, about, I say Obi. So yeah, I think I'll definitely say Obi. I'll definitely say Obi. Yeah. And, and to your point, Emil, too, about IQ, when you're talking about guards who could be, beat people off the dribble, that's something IQ couldn't do last year. And when you look at our team, I don't think there's any guard who can really do that straight off of just maybe Ke- Kemba, besides Kemba. Kemba, D Rose, well, Key Rose. I think is Deuce out. could do it. I think Deuce could do it. Yeah, Deuce can. He's can so Deuce beat somebody off shown. the dribble? Straight, straight up, one on one, no he pick? Shown, he, he has shown yeah. that a couple of times in the Houston game. Yeah, but he he just doesn't he doesn't do it as good as Kemba Rose or Quick though. Not I don't know. Moment. I'd like to see him give an opportunity to see if he can. I like put him in the position. Let's see if he can do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if he can. I'm not saying he can't. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember the game. He did it in game. summer league. What he does is he he can beat you off the dribble, but he doesn't go all the way to the hole. He'll stop settle for the mid range, but he right. he can't get that mid range just about any time he wants it. Yeah, exactly. Yo, there was one play I saw somebody posted the tape of him going to the hole, and he had a layup, and he pulled back out. So he's still not all. Uh, yeah, I saw. In the pros or in West Virginia? No, in the pros. The pros. He oh, did it versus okay. Houston. Um, okay. and that's a very nitpicky. He had a great game that game, like of course. But that was that was just that was just one time. But um, yeah, we also see him go to the hole. Weaknesses. That was a weakness of his coming out of. He don't have many weaknesses in the game, but one of them was finishing at the rim because of his size. But right. he does have a really nice mid-range and float game. You know, so he does have that. And I think that's probably why he has it because of that deficiency there. I mean, he is like 6'1", maybe 6'2". So maybe that's what it is too. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, Kemba is definitely the best one we have at in, D. Rose. Oh, no, wait, D. Rose is the best one. Kemba and him are the two best guys getting to the basket you know, all the way to. 
Absolutely. And IQ yeah. has quickly gotten um, better at that this season. A lot of times you see him taking people off the dribble one-on-one to, mm-hmm. uh, and making a play straight off of the dribble penetration, whether it be that floater game or kicking out to a three. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, a lot of good young guys here. Uh, I think we got another caller up, right? Yeah, I believe so. Next caller up, let us know what your name is and where you're from and what do you want to talk about. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. What's up, Jay Ellis? What's up, Ryan? What's, what's going up? on? Hey, man, what's good? Oh, what's Jim. Oh, what's good, Jim? What's going on, Rich Jim? Rich Jim. Mod Squad in the building. What's going on, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. First thing, Big Big Reaper, the play he's talking about is Kemba called RJ from half court to come to the ball so RJ could get right back to him because he didn't want to give it to Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But Randall has some nerve going back asking for the ball like that after he just gave up a basket, man. Like, what are you doing? I like it, man. Like, if the coach is not going to, if the coach is not going to check Randall, uh, Kemba Walker has to because somebody that, should. somebody has to, man. Like, because that's just ridiculous. And yeah. Randall was the one who said he he want. Randall said himself in interviews in the summer that he likes to be held accountable and coached hard. Yeah, that's bull crap. So yeah, it's not so, like it so far. I mean, time got to do it. <laughs> well, I'm glad Kemba's doing it. Me too. Yeah, continue, Rich. Continue, Rich. Anything else you have? To yeah, say? I, I, yeah, I also agree with with Raw. I think I think Deuce is given a chance to take people off the dribble too. It's just that he's a rookie right now. He's got to give him time, but he has the ability to do it. Yeah, they got to give him a chance. Yeah. Well, maybe tomorrow against Detroit. Yeah, maybe tomorrow against Detroit. But, like, the more play, the more players we have, man, the harder it's going to be to get these people minutes, man, because IQ just got back. IQ only played 15 minutes today. Yeah. I know. Dang. IQ only played 15 minutes today, man. That was also bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was wondering, oh, you know you got a super chat, JM. Oh, yes. Hold on. I, I definitely still in that shout. Shout out to my guy, Big Reaper, man. Big, big Reaper with the big super chat. $20, it says, doing a, doing a 180 on RJ situation, we should keep giving him the ball until he gets his angles right. <laughs> he says, have him work through his troubles and work on these angles on these layups. I feel you on that, Big Reaper. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you know what I like? You know what I like about RJ? RJ had three bad quarters today. Did not score a point through the first three quarters because he kept getting in foul trouble, so he can't get a rhythm. But here comes the fourth quarter, and the man is determined to not stay with a zero on that shot. Facts. He has eight eight points in the fourth quarter in crunch time, with four minutes or less is when he scores his eight points. Yeah. That's what I like about RJ. That's why I want to keep RJ. He has to work on his game, no question. But he has that it factor, yeah. that clutch gene in him. Yep, agreed. Nah, yep. yeah, I agree with you, man. I don't know, like I, I know sometimes those people who want to go the extra mile to work on stuff and who don't get rattled, I'm, I'm just more willing to bet on them long term than oh yeah than people would. Sometimes even natural talent. Maybe that's just me. No, no, he's a hard worker, man. I think he's gonna be all right. Yeah, I think he's gonna be all right yeah. too, man. Uh, shout out to, uh, to yeah, RJ. I, Rough game, but you know, eight points at the end, clutch buckets. I like it. Go ahead, Rich Jim. Yeah, and I don't. I, I agree with y'all. Also, I don't think. I mean, I want him to, but I don't think Obi staying here for the long run. 
and he's going to keep dealing with this playing 10, 14 minutes nonsense behind Randall. I don't see it happening. And I'm going to give you a scenario, and I'm going to give you a scenario, and I'm going to get off. I think if our starting five was Deuce, Grimes, RJ, OB, and Mitch, we probably wouldn't make the playoff this year. But I guarantee you, next year and beyond, we'll be in the playoffs every year. Yep. What do y'all think about that? And I'm done. Agree. 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 Yeah. Definitely agree. Yeah, because the kids will grow faster than on top of that. Mm-hmm. You know, by next by next year, they're going to probably be, you know, to a point where their game is going to improve to the point where, you know, they can, they're going to have to get the next into the playoffs. But the simple fact of the matter is with Thibs as the coach, that's not happening. So as much as, you know, we would love it to happen, it ain't happening. <laughs> well, that's where, to me, Leon's got to save Tibbs from himself. So to me, that's why he has all of these bets on these short-term deals. He's got to do something with them, man. Get some picks for them or something because you got to play these kids. I, I would just – I would let Tibbs get mad at me and start sending these bets out and just let them – force them to play these kids. Yeah. I, in my, I mean, Ali Burks today has 16 minutes on the night. Um, so, right now you're looking at Alec Burks versus Grimes. You, you already know how much uh, Tom Thibodeau loves, loves him some Alec Burks. Grimes beats yep. him out tonight. So that's yep. that's a sign. That's yep. Yep. De- that's definitely a sign that there's a change coming and Grimes has earned his spot. So um yep. Yep. also quickly fourteen minutes, but this is quickly's first game back too. So yeah, yep. you gotta keep that with a, take that with a grain of salt as well. And um when McBride, when McBride comes back it's gonna get crazier. Yeah. We got a lot of, we have a lot of guys here who deserve to play, man. And, yeah. and he has shown he deserves the minutes already. So I, I wanna yeah. see what's gonna happen. Yeah, he does, but I'm just I'm just kind of concerned because with Thibs, because I think Kemba Walker, at least by Thibs standards, knowing how the way Thibs thinks, I think Thibs is thinking that Kemba's doing a good job, you know, reinstating himself as a starting point guard. And if Kemba's the starting point guard and quickly he's going to be that backup, I, I'm not sure if McBride is going to get minutes when he comes back. Is he going to make quickly the backup to to Kemba? That's the question I want to know. Is he going to make quickly automatically the backup to Kemba? Or is quickly going to be paired with Grimes as the off guard? Right. I I, I believe it's going to be quickly because it's going to be backing up Mm. um, Walker. Yeah, 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 so it's going to be hard to get McBride minutes. At least I'm going by the way Thibs thinks. No, I agree with you. but But you know what, though? I saw a little bit of slowdown in Kemba today. Like these forty-minute games is going to catch up to him, man. I mean, yeah. he rested three weeks, right? So I want to see how long he lasts. I'm thinking that's what I'm saying. Eventually, it's going to be Deuce and IQ eventually because Kemba's not going to be able to play at this pace for the rest of the season. He's just not going to be able. To. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I feel like the oh man, Tibbs is such a hard person because yeah, I know. Because yeah. when, when Tibbs likes you, he plays you for 600 minutes. To, like, exactly. Like, we started We started off the season. I mean, yeah, I remember from the start of the season how we started off talking about this team. <laughs> when when when, when uh, we asked Tibbs, is he going to play Kemba back-to-back? He said he's playing. He's like, and we thought it was a joke, and Knicks Nation knew it wasn't a joke. Like, yep. he, he, <laughs> like he don't play. He don't play. And, and, you know what else we're all? This also made me feel like how you were absolutely right about these Kemba DMPs early in the season. Yeah. Before yeah, you nah. b- before you was like Kimba ain't hurt. 
Tibbs just didn't like him. And that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> this is that because all no. of a sudden, now all of a sudden, he's playing 40 minutes a game with no problems. Yep. yep. <laughs> Before yep. Kemba was getting DMPs. And you know Kemba's not going to be able to do that all year. You just know he's not going to be able to do that. So I'm saying, and, and to me, like, okay, let's say for whatever reason, Fournier sits, and then you're going to give Grimes those minutes, right? Once Grimes gets three or four games as the starter with starters minutes, he's never relinquishing the spot. That's the end of it. That's if. it. He's not a starter. If. So, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now if Kemba does the same, Kemba sits three or four games and you start Deuce McBride, I don't think he gives up the position ever. I think that's it because they'll start winning and all of a sudden he can't take them out. It you know, gets, so it, man, it gets is this crazier too because you know because you know what raw. Okay, well first and foremost, I liked how Kemba and and IQ. Not Kemba, McBride and IQ together. Yes, man. That yeah. that tandem to me was crazy. Like right? versus yeah. the Rockets, I want to see more of that because that looked like right. a, a, a a driving kick nightmare for teams. That that looks like a Dame yeah. McCollum, you know, McCollum type situation, man. You got yeah. two dynamic guards back there. So I'm hey, you know, like I said, I I it's just to me, it's just a matter of time. That's why I don't get too frustrated with that because I'm looking at these vets. And I'm like, somebody's going to sit for a minute. And when they do, these young lines are going to go in there and they're never getting up the spot. That's it. That's the end. Yeah. But also, I feel like we got to make a move soon because we talking and Derrick Rose <laughs> has not back in yeah, rotation yet. Saying. And that's we sweating about minutes and com- like we like when Derrick Rose gets here, it's going to get crazier. Like we got to have we have to make a trade. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I agree with you. So, huh? yeah, I mean, y- yeah, like. With Derrick Rose being out, that's already divine intervention right there because that's one point guard you don't have to worry about for a certain period of time. So it's like that's what McBride should be sleeping, should be sneaking in. But I, I mean, I honestly think somebody else is gonna have to go down. Yeah. And more than likely, it's gonna have to be Kemba going down for McBride to really get the yeah for McBride to really get those minutes. And then, like you said, once once McBride gets those minutes and shows that he's making an impact and making more of an impact than Kemba. Then that's when it's going to be it, and then it's going to be like you have no choice but to play McBride. Yeah, because this is going to happen. Him when him and Grimes go out there, and then you start seeing IQ and Grimes and him close games, and they'll start to win. That's it. You're not. They're not going to give up. That this their spot now for like whatever the next five years. That's it. But we well see. I don't expect D Rose to really be back to D Rose for another eight to ten weeks because eight right. weeks they're evaluating him. Right, and then he's got to get back in condition. He's got to right, get his game right, back. Right, right. So I'm thinking about ten weeks. So I'm not really worried about D Rose right now. I think this is like you said, divine intervention. This is going to give Deuce the time, the chance to show what he can do, and he's already shown it in limited time. Let's let's see what happens. Yeah, let's let's definitely see what happens. But as as long as man, Walker's money needs to go down. But as long as he's producing, because even when he wasn't producing, the attention he was producing was uh. Was was creating scoring opportunities for for our team, so even if he's not producing, like Tom looks at that stuff. That's why yep. he that's why he yeah. keeps Randall on the floor so, so long because he says because yep. what do you, what does he always do? Randall brings two to the ball. If he brings two to the ball, that means somebody's open, and that's why he plays Randall so much. So if if, I, if Walker is doing the same thing where people are trying to trap him on the pick and roll, and he's spraying it out to people, then he might try to milk that as long as possible too. So we're gonna see what's gonna happen long term with these guys. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fretting it because, like I said, Kemba played good. Kemba's been playing good. He's played a week and he deserved it. He's been playing really good. But I'm just saying I don't see him doing this at this level 
for the whole rest of the season. I see him missing a stretch of games, and that gives Deuce a chance. And once Deuce steps in there, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll see what happens. Uh, salute to the chat, man. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you're liking the show. We get into uh, kind of all, a lot of off-the-cuff conversations about the Knicks and uh, this game today. Uh, salute to everybody who rocked us. Uh, if you're new to the channel, hit the hashtag new. Uh, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Don Hines, best mod best in the game, Fritz Alessandro. Also, Rich Jim, Big Reaper. Uh, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Um, next game is to what? We got tomorrow? Tomorrow, oh, back yeah, to the back, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit tomorrow. Back to back. Tomorrow we got playing the Detroit Pistons. It's a seven o'clock game. I always mess up these games and like and miss a, miss the beginning. Don't do. Don't beat me tomorrow, guys. Don't beat me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> game is a seven o'clock um, versus the Pistons. Also, tomorrow's my pop's birthday. So oh, happy yeah, birthday, yeah, happy yeah, birthday, yeah. pop. It's yeah, Jayla yeah. Senior. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to see if I'm trying to get him early, hit him up early so I can, so I can come back and catch this game. But uh, we'll be here tomorrow talking these Knicks-Pistons game. And really curious to see what we do with Kemba Walker's minutes tomorrow. Very, very curious. going to be interesting. going to be mm-hmm. interesting. All right. But, um, yeah, man, let's close it out, man. So, yeah, Raw, let them, let, let them know where they can find you, Raw. Uh, Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. Raw Hebrew Remnant also on uh, Patreon. All right. And Ryan, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All right. And you also, you know, where you can find us. Find us first. Hold on. First of all, we are on Instagram. We are about like 30 something away from 10K. So. Head to that Instagram, man. So we get that 10. Listen, I'm giving away a KOT giveaway. We hit 10K. It's going to be a KOT giveaway. Giving away a KOT snapback on my on the Instagram page once we hit 10K. So go over there. Get us to 10K and be ready for that giveaway, all right? So definitely do that, all right? 30 away at thenickatimeshow.com. I mean, the Nick Time, Instagram.com slash Nick Time Show. And I'm pretty sure my man Fritz is putting that link in the chat. Also, follow us on Twitter as well at the KOT Show. And like and subscribe to the channel as well. All right. That is our show. And as always, shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, right? That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,